Our sun has been our beacon of light for a few billion years, and it's been the creator of life on our little planet Earth. It feels like it's been here forever, and it'll stay here forever, right? We know that it had a birth, but then should there be a death? If it does die, when and how? How will other types of stars go out? What will result of them when they die? Hi, I'm Chris, and today I'm going to answer the question, what happens to a star when it dies? understand how stars die, we should probably know what they actually are and how they're born. Stars are essentially just giant balls of hydrogen and plasma, powered by a process called nuclear fusion, and this only happens when huge amounts of pressure and heat are present. Fusion creates a lot of energy and it's very very efficient. This causes light and energy to be thrown out, away from the star. But how does a star stay stable with all that energy coming out? The answer is gravity. Gravity balances out the power of fusion, thus keeping the star stable. It's like two very equally strong men pushing on a thin wall. The wall doesn't really move, but the second someone moves out of balance, the wall collapses. What happens when that balance is broken is something I'll come back to. These stars that stay balanced by fusion and gravity are called main sequence stars. They are formed from giant gas clouds called nebulae, but before they become main sequence stars, they have to become a protostar first. These are just big gas spheres slowly building up the heat and pressure, and when they reach a temperature of 10 million Kelvin, which is very hot by the way, they start fusing hydrogen atoms into helium atoms, and they become a main sequence star, just like our own sun. Now, since we know what stars are and how they are born, we can explore the question, how do they die and what results of them? So fusion is basically lighter atoms merging together to become heavier ones because of immense heat and pressure. To be specific, hydrogen is the element that is being fused, and it turns into helium, something a little bit heavier. Stars die when they exhaust or run out of their supply of hydrogen, and this can take from a few hundred million years to tens of billions of years. What happens after this phase depends on the mass of the star. We can divide what happens into two sections. Stars with a mass lower than 1.4 solar masses, and stars with a mass higher than 1.4 solar masses. For an FYI, one solar mass is equivalent to the mass of our sun. If a star is lower than 1.4 solar masses, then it will end up as a white dwarf, a small star that doesn't really do fusion, but it's very dense, and only stays stable due to something called degeneracy pressure. These stars are destined to become a black dwarf, but this will take trillions of years, so they are not in our universe currently, because our universe is only 13.8 billion years old. This is the fate of our sun, which I'll elaborate further later. For stars above 1.4 solar masses, something far interesting happens. If a star is massive, then it will fuse helium into carbon, carbon to oxygen, oxygen to silicon, and then silicon to iron. Iron has no power to create energy, so it just keeps on building up in the core of the star. At this point, the balance between gravity and fusion is lost, and the outer layers of the star are blasted into the core from gravity. The star implodes in a spectacular explosion called a supernova. Before I explain what results of them, let's listen and see what a classmate has to say. What do you know about how stars die? Uh, I know that they implode and it's called a supernova. Okay, do you know what results of them after the supernova? No, I do not. So, Roe here didn't know what happens after a supernova, and depending on the mass of the star, 
either a neutron star or black hole emerges. If a star sums around eight solar masses, a neutron star emerges, which is basically the core of a supermassive star. These stars also stay stable due to degeneracy pressure, and they are so dense that if you want Mount Everest to be a neutron star, you would have to fit it inside a coffee cup. Black holes are when stars are compressed into a single point in space called a singularity where matter is infinitely dense. These objects have a gravity so strong that beyond the event horizon, even light cannot escape. Adding to that, this limit of 1.4 solar masses is called the Chandrasekhar limit, and it's largely related to white dwarf stars. Since we know what can happen to a generic star when it dies, from a white dwarf to a black hole, we can explore what happens to our sun when it dies. Before we do that, let's listen to an interview by another classmate, Dylan. Okay, so Dylan, uh, do you think the sun is eternal? Do you think it's ever going to die or like go out? No, because it's stayed here for so long and the temperature is so high, it will never die. So you're meaning that it's going to stay here forever, it's never going to die? Yes. Nothing's, it's gonna stay the same for like like the next like billions of years. Yes. Dylan was actually incorrect. The sun actually does have a death. The sun happens to be a medium sized star and in the end it will become a white dwarf surrounded by a planetary nebula. Now how and when will this happen? Our sun right now is a typical main sequence star using about 600 million tons of hydrogen into helium every single second and it will become a red giant before becoming a white dwarf. Our sun doesn't have enough mass to cause a nova or a supernova, as its mass is less than 1.4 solar masses. It will run out of hydrogen, and it will start fusing helium inside its core, which is rather inefficient. This will cause the star to expand so big that it will swallow Mercury, Venus, and even Earth. This will destroy our planet, and before it even engulfs our blue planet, our water, all water would evaporate before it reaches the apex of its volume, thus all life being gone from our solar system. This means that this planet will not last forever, it's going to be gone in a few billion years. We don't know how much humanity would have evolved by then, but if we're still around, we would have to find another planet to live on before we escape. Okay, so after our sun's red giant phase, it will go into white dwarf phase become a super small but super dense star that doesn't do fusion. The white dwarf will be surrounded in a planetary nebula, which is just a really big gas cloud in space. It is theorized that a white dwarf will become a black dwarf in a few trillion years, but we can't observe any because the universe simply isn't long enough so that these would have formed. That is the fate of our star, engulfing half of its planets and then going out quietly, trillions of years later. In conclusion, we learned that stars are just big hydrogen balls with plasma balancing out gravity and fusion, and that they die when that balance is broken, and that our sun will have a fate similar. We learned that our Earth cannot last forever, even if we find a way to expand our resources on Earth, one day, inevitably, our sun will engulf our Earth. Even if humanity lasts that long to the point where we have to worry about our sun engulfing our planet, it'll be hard to find and get to a place that can sustain life. Even the closest star will take four years to get to at light speed, and doesn't have any planets that can sustain life. Any sustainable planet will take a very long time to get to, and during that time, we'd be floating through cold interstellar space.